The Washington Commanders traded away Montez Sweat and Chase Young. That means Jarrett Verse, Latu, Latu, Dallas Turner, you're on the clock for the Washington Commanders. We're going to talk about that and more coming up next. You are locked on NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, family? Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day. Shout out for being our everydayers. I'm Damian Parson, always joining Keith Sanchez. We are National Scouts and Senior Draft Analysts at the Draft Network, and my guy Keith is the champion, 2019 LSU National Champion, and guys, we have a fun show set up for you today talking about trades. But, Keith, let the people know what's up for the day's show. DP, on tap, we have the commanders, right? They stole the show. They stole the show trading away a couple first rounders for or what a second-round pick and a third-round pick. Are they in a rebuild? And then we have the Las Vegas Raiders, them simply clearing house, right? They got rid of the head coach. They got rid of the general manager. They got rid of the offensive coordinator. Antonio Pierce is taking over over there. What draft needs do they have? And then we have Rasul Douglas to the Buffalo Bills. We know they need cornerback help. What does that mean for their young corner, Kair Elam, that they drafted just a couple years ago? And is Green Bay drafting a cornerback in this year? Year's draft, or are they finally going to get an offensive weapon in the first round? That's what we have on tap for today's show. Listen, today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code in all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Keith, the commanders, and you said it, two high draft picks at the edge rusher position. And we knew that both of those guys weren't going to get paid. But we thought one of them would have been paid. they just going to get paid by other teams because Chase Young is going to the San Francisco 49ers and Montez Sweat going to the Chicago Bears. And for me, when I look at this, it puts a spotlight on K.J. Henry, who they drafted, what, fourth round out of Clemson, right? Went to the Senior Bowl, puts kind of some onus on him and spotlight on him as a young rusher. But, Keith, I, I said in the cold open, Latu Latu, Dallas Turner, Jared Verse. Come on down. Like these guys, I feel like these, either one of these guys should be at the top of the draft radar in a draft scenario of sorts for the Washington Commanders because it feels like they wanted to get some big, potential big money guys off the roster, right? Off, off, the, off the defensive line, and they can just replace them with cheaper, younger players. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that, that's what it's going to be, right? But you would think that this would, the way they drafted right over the past year, spending so many first-round picks on this defensive line, when they trade away these guys, you almost feel like they're trading away the heart and soul of what this team was supposed to be. It never came mm -hmm. to fruition, right, because they were never consistent playoff contenders right but you know that's where they spend most of their draft capital and it's like okay if you had a plan that was the plan now when you're undoing this plan like you say it's like okay are we signaling that we're going into a rebuild now we start thinking about draft needs right it's like okay now you're back to needing a, a, a edge rusher but you also you also need offensive line help right if this is every enemy offense are you going to need a more dynamic tight end then you switch to the defensive side of the football like you said edge rusher right what does their linebacker position look like cornerback position they we know that they potentially have some, I don't even call it friction, right? But them and Emmanuel Forbes, you know, trying to figure some things out. He's been benched. He's been, you know, put 
third, fourth on a depth chart. And, and some of it is explainable, right? And, and, and it's yeah. on film reasons why. But I think it signals that it. I have more question marks now, to be honest with you, after trading away a second, you know, for, trading away them for a second and third round pick because I don't think your defense has any identity at all. And it, it comes down to simply having dudes on defense. And I don't know how many dudes you have now. And it's to me, Keith, it kind of signals like waving the white flag of 2023. Like we know that we're not competing for the NFC East, really. And we're not going to complete compete for an NFC playoff berth. Like if, if you're going to trade these guys away right now, it's like you're waving that white flag. Like, yeah. So are you, are you going to get rid of Jonathan Allen? Because he seems like the one that was most angry. That, right? that was he, the one that was pissed off. Like, you know what I'm saying? The one that was I think most Ryan Clark talked about this man had no shades, a do-rag, and everything in this in, in the locker room. He was upset because he, he says, it's been, what, seven years he's been there. It's the same old thing. I really thought he was going to be the one to do. Like, yeah, listen, man, he might become a locker room issue. This might not work out too well if he's getting more. Because he don't talk a lot. He, he, he seems like a very kind of like easy spoken guy that where like, but if he speaks, people listen and that's how it kind of come, comes off with him. So like your, your, their money now is invested in Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne on the interior D line. And those guys can make the edge rushers, whoever they are, KJ Henry, whoever else, it can, it will make their jobs easier. But to me, it just seemed like they were waving the white flag key. So you brought up linebacker, right? That was a position. They drafted Jim, Jim, uh, Jamin Davis. What was it? Two, three drafts ago. He hasn't, I, it, he hasn't completely panned out. And when you look at this linebacker class, this is a, this is a good group, whether it's Jeremiah Trotter Jr., Barrett Carter at Clemson. You got, I think, the young man, Edrin Cooper at Texas A&M is, is a hot buzzing name, right? Tommy Eichenberg. Like, there's good linebackers in this class, but it's like, for them, the commanders got to figure out what direction they have, they want to go. Because, I like, going back-to-back corner, like, in the first round, it seems kind of tough after drafting Forbes, you know, and, and you draft him over like Christian Gonzalez and different stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm really, I'm confused on what direction they're going, Keith, because I, I, I truly don't know. Yeah, that, that's what it leaves me is that, listen, we, we understand y'all made the trades, draft capital. I, I get it. and did, But there's no guarantee that you're going to draft these players, right? Because these were premium players right chase young when he came out it was he had your favorite term the generational term right mm-hmm. but you trade him for a third round pick so now what is the chance that you're going to find a third round edge rusher right that with that selection is going to be able to get like the same type of upside and you need offensive line help i keep forgetting yeah, about and that. you need offensive line help so i think they, they did nothing but put themselves in a really tough situation and it'll be interesting maybe they strip it all down and try to rebuild it obviously the head coach situation if you're ron rivera right you're a defensive minded coach right like that's the side of the football you played on so you're like hey what do you want me to do with this right i think what is jack del rio their defensive He's coordinator, defensive I believe. Yeah. yeah, so you're like, okay, what am I supposed to make with this? Because it's actually supposed to be the front end helping out the back end. Now it's neither in helping out, neither in, right? But DP, we'll get this thing figured out. We want to talk about the commanders being in dysfunction. We're going to go to another one of the most dysfunctional franchises in the NFL. That is the Las Vegas Raiders. And talk about their draft needs after they just fired the head coach, the general manager, their offensive coordinator. Mind you, after they paid their head coach 10 years, $100 million, and then you fire him, what, after two and a half years, I believe? They didn't make it to three, four years. Got rid of Derek Carr, right? It looks like Derek Carr is not the problem, what I was saying, right? But, DP, we'll get into that coming up next. Why would you want to root for your team on an empty stomach? 
Order in on DoorDash and save on football watch party favorites. Guys, I live in the Greenville County area of South Carolina, and one of my favorite places to get for dessert is the Cheesecake Factory. And you can order in cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory on DoorDash and have it delivered right to your front door. So you're thinking about after you had, you've ordered or, or ate pizza, wings, burgers, whatever, during the, your watch party or your tailgate, and you want a dessert, you can go to the DoorDash app, and you can order in cheesecake, whether it's Reese's Cup, double chocolate, for whatever flavor they have that you want, you can tap into it. So go and get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCK23, that's, listen to me, 50% off, a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. All you have to do is download the DoorDash app and enter the code LOCK23. Keith, you said it. The Las Vegas Raiders said, you know what? It's time to clean house. New we're getting rid of OC, get rid of GM and the head coach. And we kind of we kind of predicted this downfall in the summer when it came to Josh McDaniels. We were like, yeah, I don't know if he's gonna make it through the season. Well, uh, DP, this is the problem. I didn't necessarily I, I, I thought it should happen. I didn't necessarily predict it because when you're the owner, right? You're Mark Davis, it came down to your head coach told you, you know what, Derek Carr is the problem. And I want Jimmy Garoppolo. And you as the owner said, I'm with you, right? So if you are willing to get rid of your quarterback and you choose the head coach and he tells you that you're going to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo and I'm going to do good things with him, I'm expecting that you're going to have some sort of blind faith in your head coach, right? So I'm like, there's no way he's firing him because he just allowed this same guy to get rid of a franchise quarterback, right? And I'm not by no means saying Derek Carr is a top five top 10 quarterback right but he may be right. top 12 to top 13 i can tell you one thing dp he could get the ball to Devontae adams and he's better than jimmy garoppolo right like and nobody was ever going to convince me that that was not the case and get and, and when we watch monday night football dp that looked like a jimmy garoppolo led team without kyle shanahan without a running back without a great defense without George Kittle, without Debo Samuel, without Brandon Ayuk, right? It, it looked like that version of a Jimmy Garoppolo team, right? Exactly what the expectations were. So we talk about the Raiders NFL draft needs. DP, the question is, where do you start? Because you need everything. So where are you starting with this? Are you going to get your franchise quarterback from the very beginning or are you filling out other positions? Per NFL.com, they are slated right they, you know, after the loss. They, they're three and five. They've moved up to the number seven pick. We talked about the Washington Commanders in the first in the first segment. I forgot to admit, they have the number eight pick right now, right? So both are inside the top ten. For the Raiders, they're just it's almost like deja vu. Because remember, last year they needed a quarterback, but they put themselves in a position where they weren't in the top four to five picks. And then they weren't moving, trying to be aggressive and move up in front of, you know, because Arizona made it clear, even at the combine, we're open for business. So they could have traded up and gotten to Anthony Richardson. But what did we both say? Well, as long as Josh McDaniels is there, I don't think I want any of these rookies with this man as the, as the head coach. So they're right now slated at seven. And their word is that they it came out that they're starting Aiden O'Connell, the rookie quarterback, for the rest of the season. So that means this thing could go one of two ways, Keith. Aiden O'Connell does a good enough job to keep them from drafting the quarterback. I personally would not make that decision uh, myself, but they could, they could do that. Right. You know, it depends on the new GM and everything else, or he could play poorly enough to where they keep losing out and they only play with, they only win three games all season. And now they're inside that top four, three to four range 
and they can have a pick of a of an actual good QB prospect. But Keith, I, I just don't know because per you know, looking at NFL.com, they have their, their biggest needs listed as offensive tackle, center, running back, cornerback, and defensive tackle. Right? They didn't even have quarterback listed. I think quarterback is a huge need, but then it goes back to our philosophy is well, build up the team. Wait till 2025 and get a quarterback, right? Roll with Aiden O'Connell next year and just build the team up, or do you go get the quarterback now? Yeah, I, I mean, it depends, right? If I think in this is we're gonna keep having the same conversation, right? For the Raiders, I think if if Caleb Williams or Drake May is there and they're picking that high, and I'm expecting the you want to talk about draft stock, I'm expecting the Raiders draft stock to go up, right? Meaning them to move up the draft board, right? They're, they're a stock up team. I, I don't think this. This three and five is I, I'm saying this is a false narrative. I'm sorry. I'm not buying into this. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You're not getting me to. So I'm, I'm going to go with this DP that if Caleb Williams or Drake May is there, you definitely take a swing at it. And I'm, I'm expecting the Raiders to be one of those teams because it's just not a very good football team at this point. Right. I'm expecting them to be one of those teams there. So I think you get the quarterback, right? You get the quarterback. And then the other twofold part of this is the free agency pers- aspect of it. Right. And you have to. I think make investments to protect your quarterback. But then also this is the other thing, DP, that we said that this is a deep offensive tackle class also. So if you're trying to get offensive linemen, this is the draft, right? And this is the reason why you potentially, if y'all want to fire the head coach, the OC and the GM, this is where you should have thought about moving Devontae Adams also, right? And potentially getting another first round pick. So then that way you can get your head coach and you can get an offensive tackle in one draft, right? And then come back in a second round if you want to draft another offensive lineman. So now you have a young nucleus to protect your quarterback and you have your quarterback for the future. What they're doing now, I have no idea, DP. I, I Like I said, I, I thought, I, we kept saying this. We said this all the way back to last year, right? When we were talking about we want Anthony Richardson to go to, you know, the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, we want Will Levis to go to the Las Vegas Raiders. And we were saying, nope, 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 because we don't trust Josh McDaniels with a quarter. Not one of them, right? Not one that he has to be the head coach and develop. Nope. If he's the OC sitting under Bill Belichick, fine. Anything fine. outside of that job title, I don't want any parts of it. No, and Keith, you talk about the offensive tackle being a deep class. They have need that corner because – they have David Long, Marcus uh, Peters, and Amik Robinson all about to hit free agency, right? They drafted Jacorian Bennett out of, out, of, out of Maryland last year, and he's showing some flashes of good uh, good play, right, being able to stay in coverage and different things like that. They have Nate Hobbs, who's a good player, but he's entering a contract year in tw- uh, for 2024. Next year is his contract year. So you think about day two and cornerbacks potentially on day two. Depends on how what type of run we see on day one. You got, you know, Nate Wiggins over at Clemson, a guy that I'm really high on, uh, a guy that I feel like is a big-time sleeper in this class that, you know, six, uh, six one, long arm, athletic. I'm telling you, pop on that tape against him, uh, even 2022 against Florida State, how he handled, how he uh, covered Johnny Wilson. But you look at the 2023 tape, Keon Coleman and Johnny Wilson had no success against him, right? So it's like this young man had, that was kind of his, you talk about stock up, that was his stock up game. The game where it's like when, when we get to draft season and we're, well, I mean, well, for us, it's 365, baby, here on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast and over at the Draft Network. We in the draft mode all the time, but for everybody else, once the season is over and people start grinding the tape, they're going to get to that Florida State game to watch Keon Coleman. They're going to come away like, man, this Nate Wiggins dude can ball. I'm like, yeah, I've been telling y'all for the longest. So, like, that's a guy that they can that, that they could potentially wait on, right? We don't know how Kalen King's stock is going to handle, how that's going to kind of levy out this season. He came in as like, some people CB1. 
Now you got Cooper Dijon being in, in the first round conversation, conversation from, from Iowa. Of course, Kool-Aid and Denzel Burke is playing better football. So that cornerback position, DJ James, Nehemiah Pritchett over at Auburn, right? Kamari Lasseter, Javon Bullard over at Georgia. There's still a lot of high-end ball players at the cornerback and defensive back position that uh, the Las Vegas Raiders can, can attack. But then, if, you know, the, the conversation comes, do you pay Josh Jacobs? You know how people hate paying veteran running backs. So it's well, like, I mean, do you pay Josh Jacobs? Same conversation, right? New York Giants. Y'all y'all, y'all said, hold my drink, right? You, you want to pay a bad quarterback? Watch this. We'll pay a bad one, too, and then don't pay our running back. So you tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo is a better football player than Josh Jacobs, right? Then you tell me that Jimmy Garoppolo, a bad Jimmy Garoppolo is more valuable than a Josh Jacobs. That's what I want people to tell me, right? Because that's what y'all were trying. Well, that's what some people were trying to say that you know what, no matter what, is because he's a quarterback. No, if the quarterback is playing bad football, that is not valuable to your team, right? And bad players don't don't matter what position they are, a bad player does not overvalue a good player yeah. off a position. It does not, it does not happen. That's not how it works, Keith. And I hope I hope that this thing starts to transform and you know we start to apply a different ideology around this right with the, the bad quarterback playing just saying that it's valuable uh, just because oh, it Keith, is one other thing maybe they need edge because then if you get a real edge rusher you can kick tyree wilson down to three tech and well, let them play a I position to that allows them to thrive that that was a whole nother level that i'm not even sure that the las vegas raiders front office in some capacity is is accepting at this moment right was that Tyree Wilson may have potentially never been an edge rusher from the beginning right and that was right. something that we had concerns about we talked about it a couple podcasts ago I think he has a, a sack or a sack and a half right and that sack came via I think it was a free rush or something like that right scramble so, chase yeah, the quarterback so, to the sideline you would like to say that Max Crosby and Tyree Wilson are the kind of the what you say the linchpins the foundation of this team and his defense moving forward but that still has to play all right, and Max Crosby is getting older. So it's so many different ways that the Las Vegas Raiders can go. I think they dropped the bombshells today. It's interesting they did it right in time with the trade deadline. I don't know if that became a Devontae Adams, but, like, hey, it's either me or him, right? One of the two, right? And, and him getting rid of Derek Carr and maybe the owner finally was like, you know what? I went with the, the head coach, and I was wrong, right? I thought it was the quarterback. He told me it was the quarterback, and I was wrong. So, DP, let's keep this thing going, man. We have two other teams to talk about, the playoff bills. And the struggling Green Bay Packers. When was the last time we said the Green Bay Packers are struggling, right? And that fan base is they, they're in places that they haven't been in 20 years, right? Where they don't know where the hope is. And, and so we want to talk about this because they both have cornerback situations going on. So we want to talk about that in regards to the 24 NFL draft and what happened with free agency yesterday. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports and or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half combo for three-pointers made plus receptions. Do you want to play alongside some of Prospect's favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays 
underneath the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each and every week. This week on prize picks, I am taking Bryce Young over 219 and a half passing yards versus the Indianapolis Colts and Zach Wilson for over 198 and a half passing yards versus the Los Angeles Chargers. All you need to do is go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Rasul Douglas, cornerback from the Green Bay Packers, traded to the Buffalo Bills. And Keith, to me, this all what this told me was, of course, you know, uh, Tredavious White, you know, I think it was a it was an ACL or, or I think it was Achilles. I think I think it was Achilles that he tore, and he's out for the season, right? And, and it just sucks because he's a really good player who just battled kind of lower body injuries over the last couple of years. And then Kair Elam. Like a guy that we we had high hopes for, they, they I think they traded up in the first round for where they were to snag him. I think in front of Bill Belichick or whatever happened, they moved up a couple spots, drafted them, and then just a year later, we're sitting here like, has he fallen out of favor? So you bring in Rasul Douglas, who's a big time locker room guy, a leader, and this is I think that's some stuff that this this team needs to locker room leadership to kind of help them through those tougher moments, those tougher games where things aren't just rolling 100% and going 125 miles per hour in, in their direction. But Keith, the other thing is, all right, Green Bay, Jordan Love hasn't been good, right? Which means you got to need that quarterback. But are you going to keep this trend of first-round defenders going in the 2024 NFL draft? Because, Keith, if they do that and say, well, we're going to roll with Jordan Love again, I, I don't really know how to respond to it because it just feels like team-building malpractice to me. So uh, and this is the tough part that uh, Jordan Love played decent in the preseason. He started off this season. It seems like everything has gotten stale. Now the question is: Is this the the surrounding cast because they're all first year and second year players, right? When we're talking about wide receivers and tight ends, and that's what they decided to draft, right? They went. They that that was the route they went. Now the question is: Do you have so many pieces? that's trying to learn the game at one time, right? When you have that Very many young teams. players and there's like a lack of veterans in there, right? When you're talking about Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave, right? Um, with Tucker Craft, right? They have, Jane they have so Reed. Yeah, Jaden Reed. Um, what the wild Dontavian Wicks, right? They have so many young players that it, it, it potential that everybody could still be trying to get on the same page. And that's what we could be seeing from the green Bay Packers. And, and you talk about them going on the defensive side of the football, right? Like I, I continue to say this, like I, I'm fine. If you draft defensive every year, you just better have a Hall of Fame defense, right? If you have that many first rounders, you better have one of the best defenses out there. And that's just not what the Green Bay Packers possess, right? Like it, it hasn't been a consistent theme. Like we're talking about now we're into your Devontae Wyatt's, right? And, 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 and Walker, the linebacker. And it's like they show up from time to time. But where are they as, as, as those key foundational pieces moving forward? For your defense, right? When you spend that much time, like you could probably say they hit on Rashawn Gary after three years, right? And he's finally developed into what he he has. What then? Uh, what Kenny Clark, right? Kenny Clark is really up there, and then maybe Jair Alexander and Darnell Savage. So they have good players, but when you spend that much draft capital, DP, you're expecting like huge return on your investment. We talking about spending first rounder after first rounder after first rounder. No, and I think also with the with the departure and the trade of Rasul Douglas, I wonder if it opens up more playing time for uh, Carrington Valentine, the, the young defensive back from Kentucky that they drafted this year. A guy that, if you remember, the last draft cycle, 
when I stumbled across him, I was like, listen, he he he's got game. He's just he's just young and raw. He had only been playing cornerback for three full years, you know, from his senior, I think, you know, from senior year through college, because he was a wide receiver the entire time before that. So it's like he's still learning the position, but he's he's athletic. He's he's physical and he's got good ball skills, so he can make he, he can kind of make the development. But again, like right now, Keith, the Green Bay Packers. We talked about the it's crazy. We kind of go in that order, just kind of backwards. The first segment, Washington Commanders. They got the eighth pick right now. Second segment, the Las Vegas Raiders got the seventh pick right now. Third segment, talking about Green Bay Packers in this moment, they have the sixth pick of the draft right now. So it's like, mm. hey, you are getting closer and closer to that quarterback type of realm, and it's like. What do Keith? I swear to God, if they get up to, to that top three spot and somehow still go a defender, I'm washing my hands with this franchise altogether. You know, what I'm, I'm just done. There's no way in the world you get up there in prime QB real estate. So, you know what, guys, we need us a corner. And so, three. Uh, my question is, are you, are you totally out on Jordan Love? Man, almost Keith, my one foot's out the door, like because. Okay. Like you said, he started off solid, like, but it just seemed like everything snowballed. And and some stuff is, I'm gonna say this, some stuff is coachable with him. Where like you just see him instead of like we talk about hit and throw that back foot hit, you see that the guy's open, get it out. It's back foot hit, bounces, and then throws. And then the ball is late. Defenders are coming into the it, 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 and triggering downhill into the throwing window, whether it's an interception, a PBU. He's got to get better with his timing and. and and for me, it's like, do you are you seeing it and trusting what you see? Because this is his first year as a starter, right? So you expect to see some ups and downs, but it's like he started up in like a grab, like a, a chart. Now the, the 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 slope is going down, and it's like, when when do we see another another peak, Jordan? And it's like we need to see that the rest of this year to for me to be like, okay, cool, I'm not going to draft another another uh, quarterback in the draft. I just I don't want them to get so high up where now don't get me wrong if you had three and you feel comfortable with jordan love and you say hey let's go marvin harrison jr if he's still on the board i'm not gonna argue with you david batiari right toward had another uh leg injury out for the season maybe you go olu fashanu if you don't like what you see completely from rasheed walker that you got out of penn state right maybe you go back to penn state and get a real and get the the more talented prospect in olu fashanu this team could go a litany of ways keith I just don't know what their plan should be. All I don't know one thing. I better not see another corner off the board in the first round. I don't want to see that. I don't, I don't want to see another defender, Keith. I can't do it. DP, they are fully committed. It will happen. They are fully <laughs> committed to it. But DP, talking about fully committed. We are fully committed to being your dynamic duo, man, for everything the NFL draft, man. Draft season is just kicking up, which means we are just getting started with our content that we are giving to you, you guys. I want to say, man, shout out to our everydayers. Thank you for tapping in with us every single day, man. We appreciate the listens. We appreciate the comments. We appreciate the likes. We we appreciate everything. The subscribes, man, we we, we see it. We value it. Heading into draft season, I promise you the content is going only going to continue to elevate. These conversations are only going to continue to elevate because the content will produce itself because the NFL is always entertaining, man. But I am Keith Sanchez. You can find me on Twitter at the talent code man you talk to me because i like to talk back that is dp damian parsons you can find him on twitter at dp underscore nfl man y'all talk to us go subscribe and follow for free on youtube or wherever you listen to podcasts get the latest episode as soon as it is available like he said he said man listen guys thank y'all for making locked on nfl draft 
your first listen today and every day on tomorrow's show. We got to make a statement where you at. We, we, listen, we talk about where, where where's Waldo. We got our hands out. We're looking for those prospects that we want to see show up sometime this year. And then we're going to have rookie spotlight. Who is on the spotlight? Who's the spotlight on for these rookies heading into week nine of the NFL season? All of that and more on tomorrow's episode. Listen, talk to us because we do talk back. Come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.